Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Mel from Mel Did It Herself, and I'm a social service worker turned furniture refinisher, DIYer, small business owner, and content creator. I've learned everything I know about these industries thanks to people who shared their knowledge on the internet, so I'm paying it forward by bringing you my tips, lessons learned, and sharing my journey in this space with you. So thank you so much for being here, being curious, and being a lifelong learner like me. Let's hop into it. What is up, my friends and fellow busy bees? Today's episode is kind of like a part two from episode 21, where I talked about showing up on social media. So if you haven't yet listened to that episode, then I definitely recommend you go back, tune into that one first, and then come back here. For those of you who have already listened or who are well-seasoned or at least just feeling semi-sort of comfortable sometimes showing up on social media, today I wanted to talk about ways to keep up with content creation as previously promised. Because with all of the different platforms and all of the different types of posts you can do, it can totally seem never-ending and really be overwhelming. Especially if you have a business that you are simultaneously trying to work in and work on in addition to marketing it and growing it on social media. There's a reason that social media manager is a full-time job in most businesses and they get paid pretty well because it's a lot of work. So if you've been doing it all on your own for whatever length of time, let me just take a second and say, I see you, I commend you, I know what it takes and you're doing great, sweetie. If you get the reference, you are truly my people. So let me start off by acknowledging the obvious, but I want to explicitly state it so that you know that I know. Absolutely every single one of us is at a different place in our social media and content creation journey. There's that word journey again from last episode. (laughs) Some people have never used these platforms before at all and are just trying to figure out what all of these features mean and what the platform is all about. And some people have grown up using these platforms since they were like eight or maybe maybe younger. (laughs) And they know the ins and the outs and the intricacies of all of them. Mix that with the unique personality of every person creating content, and that's why we have such a wide diversity of content and creative concepts on these apps. It's awesome. There's literally millions of unique people on there to watch and watch the content of. But because there's so many people on there, it can also be tempting to want to do all the things to try and grow and to reach these people, these potential followers and potential clients. But like I said, there's a lot that goes into putting out a piece of content. And if you're listening to this episode, I know you understand that. But I don't know if, you know, people who don't do this day in and day out really kind of understand all of the pieces that go into it. You need to obviously film the content. And then there's a ton that goes into that, including lighting, angles, potentially different equipment and props, and then getting ready if you're going to be in the content and then actually doing whatever you're filming. You also may do some scripting before or after for the voiceover. Then you might need to edit it by trimming out some parts and making it all flow together seamlessly. Maybe you're, you know, touching up brightness and vibrance and these kinds of things. Then you need to put it into the app. Make sure you tag the people or brands. Do some hashtag research and pop those in there. If it's a reel, you may be making a custom cover for it for your feed and then adding in a caption that's ideally engaging enough that people will read it, but it's also informative and best case scenario, also search engine optimized so that when people are searching for videos like the one you're putting out, then yours pops up. 
Then you press post, and if the app gods are on your side that day, it actually posts, and if they aren't, it fails halfway through, and you have to do the whole thing over and over again. Sometimes that happens three or four times. Instagram, I'm looking at you. And then after that, after you successfully get it up, you're hopefully engaging in the comments of the post after it's up there too. So all of that is for one piece of content on one platform. If you're someone who tries to upkeep a presence on multiple apps or platforms like Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest and whatever else, you can see where the creator burnout or fatigue could come from. But alas, we do know that it is a beneficial way to market us and our businesses, so we do these things time and time again. And hopefully you enjoy doing it, at least to some degree. I love creating content in different ways, and I find it really fuels me up to do so, but that's not to say that I haven't had to rush to edit something together some days because I took a break from it or I didn't feel like doing anything. You know, sometimes it feels like a have to do and not a want to do, and that's okay because it is work at the end of the day. But after today's episode, I hope that you'll feel like you have a bit of a toolbox available to you with ways to keep up with content creation and strategies to have it be a sustainable practice for you long term by working smart and not working hard. Before I give any tips and tools, though, I just need to say, please make the content that you want that makes you happy. Don't feel the need to copy or replicate what others are doing and finding successful. It's working for them. And if you did the exact same thing, would it work for you? Potentially. But that wouldn't be you in that content. You and your personality wouldn't be shining through. So eventually when you get tired of being like everybody else and you get more comfortable on the camera or whatever it is in your authentic personality, which is great by the way, starts coming out, it's going to come across as inauthentic, weirdly enough, because it's going to be different from what you are already doing. So start out genuine because not only you, but also your audience will really appreciate it. The people who blow up often do so because they are being unapologetically themselves and authentic. There's millions and millions of people on these platforms. Seeing the same person replicated over and over again honestly gets super boring. And I bet when I said that, a few people popped into your mind. So just stand out and be yourself. And I wanted to take a quick beat here to let you in on an exciting update in my life and my business, which is that I'm now an official affiliate with Fusion Mineral Paint, which I'm so happy to say because goddamn, I love them and I have been talking about them for years. If you have listened to any other episodes in the past, you've heard them mentioned over and over again. They're my paint of choice when I'm painting furniture for my house, my clients, and the pieces that I sell. It goes on so flawlessly, it's so smooth, the color choice is never ending. They just came out with a whole new line of very like, you know that sophisticated, like I'm in a study with a scotch and I'm, it's a rainy evening and you know, the wind is blowing and the raindrops are falling on the windowsill and I'm, maybe I have a cigar, some leather bound books behind me. It's like that sophisticated kind of moody, I don't know, there's a name for it. Okay, I just paused this to go Google, and I, I think it's dark academia is the like style that I'm thinking of. Anyways, that's the closest thing I could come to, but I hope I painted a picture and you know what I'm talking about. Now I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, fusion, okay. So anyways, they have an awesome new line with those kinds of colors, very rich, very colorful, but dark colors, you know? 
Anyways, it's all beautiful. If you are interested or if you're already someone that uses Fusion but you're paying full price, I will pop a link into the show notes of this episode. And if you use that link on any of their products, you will save 10%. So we always like to save money. One of my recommendations in a previous episode about ways to cut costs was to always use a promo code when you are buying anything online. So now you have it. And you can use that at any given time if you're ever doing an order on FusionMineralPaint.com. So anyways, I'm very excited about that. Finally being partnering with my favorite paint line and they're Canadian and I love supporting Canadian businesses. So I hope you're as excited as I am. I'm sure you are. Anyways, now you want some ideas on how to keep up with your content creation. So let's get back into the episode. My first tip is great from an efficiency standpoint and it is to batch create your content. Now, this one may or may not be the approach that works best for you and your brain, depending on the type of person that you are. However, I would recommend you at least try it out and give it a fair shake, even if you're someone who doesn't like to plan things ahead of time or finds themselves short on time in a week. Because when you time block a set amount of time to create all of your content for a certain period of time and do all of the work at one slightly longer period of time in the week, then it's all done and you can wipe your hands clean of it until next week or whenever you need to make more. So you free up your time and your brain to work on other types of projects or planning. You don't have to like pop back into that content creation mindset and get everything set up and whatever every day or however often you're normally creating content. It does usually mean that you need to get into that work session with a plan to implement to make it go faster, but the approach really does ultimately save you time because you're able to whip everything all out at once instead of having to get yourself, like I said, back into the mood to write copy for your captions or edit videos again each time. You know, once you get into that state of flow and you maybe the first one takes a little bit longer, but then you're like, oh yeah, I'm in the swing of this and then you can whip all the rest out super quickly, especially when writing captions, I find that if I'm going to post something like right now in the moment and I don't have a caption already written, I can always tell looking back at my posts which ones were that because they just feel rushed and it doesn't feel intentional and it feels like I was racking my brain in the moment because it was the time that I wanted to post and I didn't have one ready. And if you're someone who doesn't batch content because you think it will make everything look all the same, Just change out your shirt or change something about the location you're in or something sometimes I'll do, um, like I'll be strategic about what I look like in the first one. So I'll be kind of, you know, plain makeup, hair down, for example, and then filming something else. I'll maybe change my shirt and I'll put on lipstick. And then in another piece of content, I'll change my shirt again and maybe put my hair half up. And then if I'm doing something else, maybe I'll change my shirt again and put my hair in a ponytail. So everything looks a little bit different. So when it's in your feed, even if some of them are back to back, it won't look exactly the same. So again, that can sound like a lot of effort, but if you plan it ahead of time, you grab four shirts, you have a hair tie, you have a lipstick ready, you know what it is that you're gonna be doing, you have the sounds prepared, you have a script, you could honestly get a week's worth of content done in like an hour if you have a system and you're really efficient about it. And if you're someone who currently takes like all week to get your content together, that might sound impossible. But trust me when I say it becomes a well-oiled system and it can be very efficient. The next way to make creating content more sustainable for you by cutting down the amount of time it takes to do it is by utilizing templates whenever possible. Templates or templates? I call them templates. 
whether you have a set stack of hashtags you use in your posts that you can pull from a larger document of you know relevant ones to you in your niche. Um, maybe you have templates on Canva that you can just pop in the new information or photos maybe for a carousel post or for those cover images that you put on your feed if you try to make those consistent or maybe you create a template for the format of your podcast show notes. I wonder who does that. Uh, This will be a huge time saver and it's such a good thing to keep in mind as you create new products or are starting new projects because if you think ahead of time about the fact that you will be repeating a certain task over and over again you can just save another copy of that thing that's more neutral and not like relevant to the certain thing you're doing in that moment but still has the same formatting and will be something that you can plug and play later on and use that as a template and customize it as needed it's really helpful i do this in like everything in my business that I can. So for example, for the podcast, like I said, show notes, I have a template I use. When I'm planning out the episode, I have like a kind of like a script template. I have a cover art template that I just changed the episode number and the title of that needs updating because I want new podcast cover art. If anyone's an artist out there and wants to help me with that, like send me a message because I can't draw worth shit. Um, and what else do I do with the podcast? And then I guess just the formatting of it too, like for my Mel's motivational message, you know, I have a template for that, a running document where I have those. So just having everything ready and organized, that word I like to bring up that some people don't like, it really just saves so much time when you know what you're looking for. You have it kind of bare bones started. It makes it so much easier to get that thing done because you're not having to like rethink it every single time. You know, you have a bit of a system. You can personalize it so it doesn't seem the same each time, but it's just going to help you get started much quicker, much more efficiently. The next way to keep up with your content creation doesn't sound super related, but stick with me because I promise it is. I recommend keeping an eye on trends and even take a look into your analytics to see when most people are online on the platforms that you're posting and trying to show up and post your content in and around those times. The theory behind this is that ideally this will be when many people are online, for example, in the evenings before bed, and you'll get increased growth and engagement on your content because it really doesn't matter exactly how often you post on your account on any platform. It's just about how that post performs. And if you're doing what you have control over to optimize the posting time, then you can be allocating less time overall to creating this content, the quantity of content, since you'll be seeing something like double the growth. Like you'll be growing faster because you're being more intentional with what you're putting out. So then you can spend less time creating content. Maybe you don't need to post seven times a week because when you do this approach, you're seeing three times more growth than you were when you were just haphazardly doing it. So maybe you can go down to four times a week posting or three times a week. So that's a great way to conserve your energy while again, working smart, not working hard. This one's maybe a bit of a stretch, but if nothing else, looking at your analytics does not hurt. So just give it a try. And if I say analytics and you have no idea what that means, if you have either a business or a creator account on Instagram, so if you have a business doing furniture refinishing or you're a creator on there, you can have a type of profile. It's in your settings. You can change that. Then it gives you access to the analytics of each post. So you can see insights on how many people 
liked and commented. Obviously, you can see that on any account, but then it shows you how many people shared your post, how many people saved your post, um, and then more details on the people that are following you, what times they're most active on the platform, and those kinds of things. So it is very insightful. I definitely recommend you carve out some time semi-regularly. Maybe it's once a month, once a quarter. You could do it once a week if you want. But taking a look at those does help you to optimize what you're doing on that platform. It gives you a lot of details that shouldn't change fully what you're doing, but should inform the way you do the things that you do. The next tip I think might be the most valuable mindset shift that you can adopt when it comes to creating content. And I would like to sing it to you in a tune that it was taught to me on TikTok, if I may. <clears throat> everything is content, everything is content. Don't forget to film it, don't forget to film it. Everything is content, everything is content. Everything is content. Just film what you do. It's the easiest thing ever. You have content literally all around you every day. The options are truly endless, so don't overthink it. And don't put more time and energy into it than it is needed. If you want to and you have the time to have a content plan and everything planned out that you want to do, then great. But if you don't, then if you have been recording the things that you've been working on, you have endless videos to utilize and create content out of. Which reminds me, Keep in mind, you are likely the only person who is seeing your content that you put out. So if you posted about a certain thing, maybe last week, and then you have another post this week that's about that topic, and you're worried you might be annoying people because you're repeating yourself, nobody noticed. Don't worry. Reduce, reuse, recycle, baby. Keep on posting. I think the statistic is something like only 10% of your audience sees any given thing that you post. And if they're seeing everything, then it means that they either love you and your content because they've been interacting with it and spending time on it for it to end up on their algorithm, or potentially they're hate following you and they see all the things that you post and they think, oh my God, they just talked about that last week. And in both of these possible scenarios, the repetition doesn't matter and won't lose you a follower who is genuinely interested in you and your content. So go ahead. And honestly, you can even just straight up repost some of your content from a while ago that performed well and see if it does the same again. I would do this one sparingly, but if you're low on content, but feel the need to put something out anyways, I've absolutely done that before. And on certain platforms, the post does really well again. I just usually say to scroll down your feed, like two, you know, two throws of the content, like two scrolls down and anything lower than that, you're probably safe reposting because if anyone new is coming to your profile, chances are they're not looking anywhere further down than that. Uh, we have very short attention spans. So there's that, or the kind of golden mashup of both of these approaches is to take a well-performing post from before and re-edit it to either change it up slightly by re-recording a voiceover or doing some editing to make it more succinct and then seeing how that content performs. Not gonna lie, I do do this and actually did it quite recently on TikTok because I had a tutorial that I knew was a good tutorial overall that people would be interested in, but the video wasn't edited all that well because I whipped it out way too quickly initially. So I brought it back and edited the video and did a new voiceover and it performed even better than it had initially. This was just over one week ago and although the video is still reaching more new people, at the time of this, filming that one video has gotten me 
4,124 new followers, which is another example of why putting in a bit more time into what will perform well can save you time grinding by making more and more content in the future since you're exceeding your growth expectations so you can like take it back a bit and be a little bit more intentional with what you're putting out. And to add on to the whole everything is content mindset, learn how to best use that content that you capture. Creative concepts for content can be created easily after content has already been filmed. Take videos that you took of every step in the process of a furniture makeover, and that can turn into a before and after video with a transition. It can turn into a video tutorial with text on screen to a trending song. And then you can take that same video tutorial and 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 instead of text on screen, do a voiceover walking the viewer through the process. And then you can find a trend or a trending sound that you can show the before and after videos to. Bonus points if you use a filter or feature like the green screen effect while doing so. And then you can take one specific clip of one step in your process and in real time, do an educational video with a voiceover explaining how to do that step and why you were doing it in that part of the process. And then you have a flip tip. Not to mention that those are just options using a video format like reels or TikTok videos or shorts. You still have those before and after photos and stage photos to use, my friend. If you're selling your pieces, I'm assuming that you're taking photos. And that right there can make you weeks of content depending how often you generally show up on the platforms. And if you haven't yet heard, even TikTok now has a feature where they're showing photos. So if you have carousel posts, if you have these photos, you can go into photo mode on TikTok. And that's kind of like a new thing. So I think like Instagram and TikTok are kind of like exchanging what's trending. You know, we're all about reels on Instagram now, which was, if you recall, a photo sharing platform and TikTok, a short form video platform is now bringing in the use of photos. Who knows where that goes? But all that to say, I know some people are not fans of Reels, so if you are not on TikTok, they're starting to bring photos back if you want to hop on there. And if you do, make sure you follow me. Mel did it herself. Always looking for a plug. Okay. And so maybe with all of that content that you create, you don't post it all at once, either because you don't want to be repetitive or because you don't want to mess with the aesthetics of your grid with so much repetition then that means that you have a ton of content in the bank, hopefully already edited and trimmed and captioned and tagged and hashtagged and just sitting in your drafts for those days when we fully intended on getting a post together, but something unexpected came up and we ran out of time. Perfect, we have a plan B ready for times like these. And again, if at the end of the day, you don't have these things prepared yet or a good system in place, so you get to the end of the day and you didn't end up creating a post, but you told yourself that you would today, give yourself some grace. You can skip a day and it won't kill you or your platform or your account. Listen to yourself and your body and don't overdo it just for an Instagram reel or a carousel post. Maybe you usually post on certain days and you think your followers will be so disappointed if you post it a day later. I bet they won't. And even in the off chance that they message you because they were waiting for, for some groundbreaking content and you let them know that you just needed to take a break for a day, I bet. I would bet a lot of money that if they are a reasonable human being, they would absolutely know a way to resonate with that feeling and they would understand completely. We want this to be sustainable, sweetie, so don't kill yourself over it. Got it? 
And something you may not know about me, I love little motivational messages. They literally always get me fired up and I keep a running list of ones that are especially catchy or speak to me in the notes app on my phone. So I'm going to end every podcast episode with one of those that I've noted down over the years in hopes that you leave our time here each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to take on whatever comes your way this week. I feel like I said that really fast. I think I might have that memorized now. 23 episodes, that's all it takes. Wow. So this week's Mel's motivational message is, and I want everyone to listen up for this one, because no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, what you do, what you don't do, what your values are, you need to hear this. You're useless if you're juiceless. You're useless if you're juiceless. If we are burning out, if we are burning ourselves out with our content creation, with our work, with our social life, with our family life, with our friends, with our errands, with our things that we've said yes to, with all of these things that we need to maintain in this life of ours that we've created, you're useless if you're juiceless. So if you find yourself feeling depleted and burnt out or exhausted or even worse, maybe just indifferent, because that's a way that burnout can present. It's just feeling kind of like, fuck it all. Like, I don't care. Like, get out of my fucking face. (laughs) Sometimes maybe it can turn to anger. Who knows? You're juiceless, baby. Take a step back. Because all these things, all these motions that you're going through day to day, people A, are noticing, and B, you're not performing those things to your fullest. Whatever it is, maybe it's not work, maybe it's not content creation, but maybe it's spending time with your kids. Maybe it's spending time with your partner. Maybe it's showing up for the people that you love and who love you. But if you have pulled all of the juice out of you, if you have pushed and pushed and done all the things, but you've done them, not all that great. You're going through the motions, but Nothing's great, nothing's sticking, but you're there, sort of. You're useless. That sounded so mean. You're not useless, but you're useless if you're juiceless. So all that to say, we need to pay attention to our energy, pay attention to the things that we're saying yes to, because a well-placed no could give you a couple hours of time to relax and rejuvenate and focus on yourself and the things that you need to do to be well. So keep that in mind as you go into the week ahead and beyond. If you're in Canada, at least we are going, well, we're in fall, but it doesn't really feel like fall yet. But I know unexpectedly one day we're going to wake up and it's going to be like winter all of a sudden. So with that comes a lot of short, dark days. Seasonal affective disorder is a real thing. And even if you're not diagnosed or anything like that, I feel like everyone just feels a little bit shinnier and a little bit more tired during that season. So be aware of it now, because if you're already feeling depleted and tired and yucky and exhausted or indifferent and like nothing matters, you're juiceless right now. We need to pump that back up. So take the time, put yourself first above all things. When you're on an airplane, they say to put your mask on before you help anyone else. This is me telling you the plane is going down. You need to put your mask on if you are feeling these things. Everyone around you will appreciate it. Everyone around you will support you in doing that. Nobody is going to say, what about me? Or if they do, you can explain that you need this time to rejuvenate yourself, to get yourself back to a solid level playing field, to get back to you and the real you. All right, guys, that's it for now. I appreciate your time and I'll catch you guys next week.